Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't think I like the fact that people grow. <laughs> nah, man. Know why? Because people get better after they break up with you. <laughs> they get better. You break up with somebody and they just start growing on you. Just start evolving. What are you doing? Relax. No, I want your best years to have been with me. <laughs> it's downhill from there in my mind. Especially women. Oh, go to her Instagram page after she dump you. She's glowing. You've never seen her look like this. All her friends are commenting. Welcome back. <laughs> we missed you. Yes. Couldn't wait. Hashtag boy bye all over the place. <laughs> She's walking in new shoes now. Walking in new shoes now. I got a new song to sing. Now nah, put them shoes on and come back. <laughs> Use them new shoes to come back to this old thing. Now nah, jokes aside, I don't mind if you grow after we were in a relationship. That's the way that it's supposed to be. I wish you all the success in the world. I just don't want to see it. Welcome in the moment. Women producing men yeah. working some to steal. Everyone's got to make a living. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Yeah. Episode 60. Clap it up for episode 60. Feels good to be in my 60s. <laughs> Shout out to the 60s, man. Those are beautiful years. Welcome to another edition of In The Moment. Listen, as always, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate it. Clap it up for yourself. If you've been listening for some time and you got used to my episodes coming out on Fridays, there has been a switch. Uh, the episodes will be dropping every Tuesday. So look for new episodes of In The Moment every Tuesday now. Same In The Moment sound. Same In The Moment feel. Just a new day. <laughs> and, well, technically my vacation has started. So uh, let's waste no more time. Here's why I'm mad. I'm mad at what my life has become when I think about the movies. <laughs> because I had a moment the other day where I realized that I said something that was insane. It was crazy. There was a movie that was on TV, and I wanted to watch it. And so I went and clicked on it. And I thought it was going to be free. Because most of the time they are. But it caught me off guard. It was like six ninety nine, And I said, whoa, I'm not paying that shit. <laughs> And then I had a moment of like, that's kind of foolish because it's the principle. Like, obviously, it's not the six ninety nine, but it was the the principle of the fact that I clicked on this movie anticipating that it was free. So the money threw me off. And then I had like pride. I was like, why would I pay for this? Then it hit me. This is a brand new movie. 
that if we weren't in a pandemic would have came out in the theaters. And going to the movies used to be $140 every trip. What in the hell are you complaining about, man? I was mad at myself. Going to the movies used to break me. <laughs> it was cool as a kid. At some point, I don't remember when it happened, but you became an adult and the movies was really like a $100 trip. If you paying for everybody. So technically, you're saving a ton of money. <laughs> you're home already. Got popcorn. It's convenient. Right there. Watch the movie. $7. Here I am complaining. Wait till the movies open back up. I'd be happy to pay $6.99 then. Mad at myself. Who's next? Speaking of principle, I do that with apps too. Like $2.99, no commercials. I'm like, that seems like a good deal, but no. <laughs> and I don't know why. Just no. Then I heard LeBron James does the same thing. That man's probably a billionaire by now, but he will not pay the $2 for the no commercials. I respected that because it's about the principle. Like Michael Strahan. With his gap. Everybody keeps saying, fix your teeth. You got the money. So what? It's the principle. The man likes his teeth. His mama like it. Leave his teeth alone. I really did think he fixed it. I couldn't tell if it was an April Fool's joke or not. But I said to myself, it might be real, but I was happy to see that it wasn't. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember I was debating with one of my friends before. Because he was like, yo, Mike should fix his teeth. I'm like, yo. Why are you in his mouth? He's like, nah, I'm just saying he got the money. Now you're in his pockets. Like, <laughs> it's his mouth. <laughs> Why do you care what he does with it? He don't want to fix it. Nah, that's crazy. Why would he not fix it? Because he don't want to. Why is that such a difficult thing for you to understand? That the man wants to do what he wants to do with his mouth and not what you want him to. I'm sure that problem has happened in other scenarios. Moving on. Who's next? I'm mad that uh, sometimes you ever realize when you're in somebody's car and they'll break, like the driver will break and know that they have to break hard. So if you're in the passenger seat, they'll put their hand over your chest like, oh, right. And it feels like caring. Like, oh, wow. You reached out. Thank you. You know, that's real. Right. But then you stop and you really think like, What's that really going to do? Like, fam, you're doing 70 on somebody's ass and then break really hard. I'm, if this goes wrong, I'm going through the windshield. Your hand is going to do nothing. What are you, Captain America? Like, what do you really think this is going to do? I'm out of here. The problem is you're driving. Like, that's... Slow down. <laughs> It was the cutest thing ever when I was a kid and my mama used to do it to me, right? Everybody does that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cute gesture, but probably not going to save you. Who's next? I'm mad at the people who always think that because two people have something in common, they would be amazing friends. They might not even want to meet, <laughs> let alone be friends. That one thing we have in common may be the only thing we have in common. Why is that all you need? You know how many times somebody tell me, oh, oh, you from New York? My man is from New York. Y'all would love each other. <laughs> <That's>... No. 
I don't know that. Oh, you watch movies? Yo, my friend watches movies. You guys got to meet. Y'all got to stop doing that. And stop thinking that you know somebody just because y'all from the same place, too. <laughs> you know how many times I've told somebody, yeah, I'm from New York. Oh, you from New York? Oh, you got to know Larry. Fam. <laughs> Who's next? Sometimes your friends will try to pawn their friends off on you. You ever find yourself in that situation? I'm mad at that, too. Sometimes your friends are your friends, and I'm happy for y'all. But because I'm friends with you don't necessarily mean <laughs> that I'm friends with your friends. <laughs> I, re <laughs> I remember being a kid feeling that way. When you was minding your business and your parents had their friends come over and they'd be like, come downstairs and say hello. Those are your friends. <laughs> I'm watching TV. Why do I have to get dressed and come downstairs <laughs> to say hello to your friends? Those are your friends. Everybody's friends is not everybody's friends. Who's next? I'm mad at this text message I got that was clearly karma and some kind of timing because <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. But last week, I mentioned how the scam texts are getting really good and they're everywhere and you got to stay on your grind so you don't get caught out here. And I kept seeing this happen to everybody which is what inspired me to talk about it. But I had always got the phone calls, the emails, the DMs, the links. I never got the actual text. So I got a text right on time as I talked about it. And all I saw was your Amazon account has been suspended for fraud. And my heart dropped. <laughs> like legit. I'm like, wait, what? No, not my Amazon. <laughs> no. And in that moment, I said, I'm going to be lost. Whatever will I do without an Amazon account? So I clicked on it and it was like a little mini paragraph and it was a link and I went to click the link and then I stopped and I looked closer. And the word Amazon is in like a Disney type font. Whatever font it is that Walt Disney always uses, Amazon is in that font. <laughs> and the rest of the words are in a regular font. And there's multiple spelling errors. They spelled below with two L's. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> but they almost caught me. And had I been a little more tired, I might have clicked the link. Only God knows where I would have ended up. We have no idea. We'll never know. But that second of feeling like they took my Amazon? Nah. Not my Amazon. <laughs> Who's next? I'm mad that sex scenes are still weird with your parents. Like, that's, <laughs> that's something I thought eventually you grow out of. You know? Of course it's weird when you're young. It used to be the worst. It was so awkward. It was different stages of it. First it was cover your eyes, cover your ears. You used to try to peek. Then you get a little older, cover your eyes. You ain't really peeking like that anymore. Then you get a little older. Ain't nobody got to tell you to cover your eyes. You find a reason to get the hell out the room. It's awkward. I'm going to go get something to drink. <laughs> 
And I thought eventually you get to an age where it's just different. We're all adults. It's fine, right? No, not for me. It is still awkward. I'm sitting there like, this is the longest sex scene ever. When your mom is next to you? Oh, my God. Fam, they are screwing for hours. Like, yo, we get it. They're into each other. I completely understand. Knocking the lamps over, hanging from the ceiling fan, it's unnecessary. My mom is here. Ladies, you got to see the sex scene different when you're right next to your dad. It just has to feel different. I would imagine. Sometimes you look up and you realize your parents not bothered at all. <laughs> not even thinking twice about it. It's just you. It's just you making it awkward. You don't know how to feel about that now. Wait a minute. Who's next? <laughs> I say that to say if you're young, it doesn't get any better. It's going to always be awkward. All right, let's get in the shout out. I dreamed it all ever since I was young. They said I won't be nothing. Shout out to Kristen from The Berg Show. Got to speak to her this week after delivering her beautiful baby boy, James. And it was awesome. It really was. It was just great to see her as a mom when you understand the journey and you've been there and you've you've literally experienced her pain and watched it and felt it. How could you not? And so to see her have this moment was it was special. It was incredible. And she said something that I thought was profound. She said the process of having the baby to the 10 days was the hardest thing she's ever experienced and also by far the most rewarding. And I just feel like, man, if that ain't life, <laughs> like sometimes you get caught thinking that the glory just grows from a root of easy street. No, no. Complete opposite. It comes from a dark place. It's super dark down there. When the flowers grow, we see the flowers. But them roots, it's dark. It's hard. It's always hard. And typically, the more rewarding, well, the more hard it is to get there. But boy, did she ever get there. And she looks great as a mom. Shout out to Kristen. <laughs> Happy for her, man. Shout out to the lady who folded my shirts, man. Yeah, I went and bought some shirts for vacation, and I don't know if you've ever seen somebody fold who can, like, really fold. I'm talking fold. I realized in this moment I have never folded a shirt correctly in my life. I mean, she was just, ba-ba. Ooh, this is a nice shirt, baby. Ba-ba. And I was just standing there amazed, like she's doing this so effortlessly. And so perfectly, every single shirt exactly like the last. No shirt different than the other. Every shirt equal. And talking to me the whole time, I like this one too. Oh, you got good taste. I said, you better stop. You gonna make me feel good about myself and fold on me like this? It's a good day. I mean, she was like putting love into the fold. Now I know what people mean when they say you don't cook well unless you put love in it. It's just something different about the effort. You gotta put love in it. She was putting love into the fold. I ain't even wanna unfold them. I said, I'm gonna leave them like that. I'm not even gonna wear them now. I'm just gonna hang them up. It was a great moment. Shout out to her. Who's next? Shout out to a couple of my family members who I'm proud of because 
They reached out to me and said that they wanted my baby sister to do some paintings for them. Because ever since she did her mural, business is booming. And she's crushing it. And so I've had people reaching out like, yo, I really want your sister to paint something for me. And I don't want no family discount. I talked about this a while back. About how people always say, yo, can I get the family discount? And I don't like that. I've never liked that. Why is that even a thing? I've always felt like, if anything, you should pay family more. You pay full price to people you don't know. But you want to pay your family half-ass? If you want their work, it must be worth it. Pay them full price and more. And so many people have been reaching out like, nah, I don't want the family discount, Mo. I'm like, yo, yes, this is the energy. So shout out to y'all and shout out to you if you don't ask your family for a discount. Who's next? Last but not least, shout out to Paige Weaver on Twitter. Thank you for reaching out. I talked about a quote last week that I saw on her profile and I needed it at the time that I read it. And it said, I'm aware, but not concerned. But I didn't know her name at the time, so I wanted to correct that. So if you're listening to the podcast with somebody right now, look at him and tell him, I told you he was going to shout me out this week. Get your money. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. business. All right, Quavo and Saweetie. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, wow. The couple it felt like we were all rooting for. What has it become? Well, I think it's all unfortunate, obviously. Oh, where to start? Uh, If you're not familiar, Migos is a rap group. Quavo's a part of that group. Uh, He was dating another rapper named Saweetie. And, well, they were up there as far as uh, hip-hop's favorite couples. And it's turned bad in a lot of ways, leading all the way to a confrontation on an elevator over what is said to have been a video game or something. I don't know, man. But I know Migos got to do something about this image. It, it's not looking great. Because I remember them saying they wanted to go down as one of the greatest groups of all time. And the five heartbeats would never. I mean, my God. They had their issues. But this is another level, fam. I won't comment too much on Quavo and Saweetie's relationship because I don't know anything about it. But I will say this. I think that there's a such thing as rich man qualities. And sometimes I don't think we accept that. Like, Saweetie is the perfect example. You were in a relationship with one man who was rich. He cheated. You got into another relationship with a man who was rich. He cheated. And then at the end of that relationship, you did an interview, and you said, I would never date a man who makes less than eight figures. Bruh. Which is fair. She's entitled to that. That's fine. However, you got to realize you didn't ask for a man who wouldn't cheat. <laughs> you didn't ask for a man who would be a good father, supportive, strong, hold you down. None of that. Just a man who was rich. So if that's all you want... How mad can you be when he doesn't give you all the other things you need? He didn't ask for that. doesn't appear that that's important to you. What I don't think some people understand, when you say I want to date somebody that's rich, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But you got to realize, I read the other day, some crazy number. Like, people don't truly realize that less than 1% of the population makes more than $500,000 a year. It's a small number. So if you're going to set your standard at, I just want him to be rich, well, he's going to have rich man qualities and rich man characteristics. I've heard some people say, that's not fair. Why can't he be rich and this and this? Well, you have to be realistic at some point. Again, look how small of the population that is. So the same way you want that rich man because he's rich, so do a lot of other women, like a whole lot. So obviously his temptations, way more. Whole nother level. Is it fair? I don't know, but it's realistic. So what comes with that rich man? Rich man characteristics. You got to be specific with your prayer. I've learned that lesson the hard way. Who's next? As far as the elevator scene, like people were debating, you know, was it that serious? Was it bad? Is it abuse? Is it not? Some people were saying that's normal. It happens in every relationship. It's not that serious. I think I saw someone say, if you think this is abuse, then you haven't been abused. Someone else said, if you don't think this is abuse, well, you've been abused too much. And it was crazy. I'm Listen, I'm just of the cloth that everybody should keep their hands to themselves. That simple. And I think the real question here is not, is this normal? Because if it is normal, then the question should be, should it be? Should it be normal? Should it happen at all? I know one thing. It's crazy how it seems to happen a lot in an elevator. What the hell is it with elevators? Are people angry on elevators? I mean, I guess I kind of understand leaving the party. Maybe you storm to the elevator because you pissed off. And that's an awkward wait. If you ever in the elevator with somebody you really can't stand, like in that moment, that's a long-ass elevator ride. It's the same exact thing as the sex scene with your parents. The shit just seemed longer. Who's next? Either way, we got to look at it equally. Because when Solange was wailing on Jay-Z in that elevator, I don't really remember much outrage. People were more just kind of either laughing or just wanting to know what happened. But man, <laughs> thank God those roles weren't reversed. I, I can't imagine what we would have thought of Jay-Z. Now that was crazy. But it wasn't received as harshly. It's interesting. I was actually kind of surprised at how many people defended Quavo. Not saying I'm mad at it, just was I was surprised. And I just feel like, man, you gotta you gotta really do your best to not put your hands on somebody in a relationship because the collateral damage. As much as I can understand how these things happen, as a brother, if it's my sister, well, there's not gonna be much to talk about. So, gotta do better at that. Who's next? There should be no such thing as couples goals anymore. I told y'all a couple gonna have to be 75, been married 40 years to be my couples goal. Some of y'all got parents that been married for 40, 50 years. And you tweeting hashtag couple goals to a celebrity couple that been together for four months. That's nasty. Who's next? I'm mad at Travis Scott. Because breaking news, somebody just told me he just tweeted that he puts mayo on his fries. If that is true, Travis Scott, you are nasty, sir. You are disgusting. And if you are a fan of Travis Scott's and you're okay with this, well, you are nasty, too. <laughs> Who's next? J-Lo was making headlines all week because people are basically saying that she's rude as fuck. Um, that's pretty much it. There was some flight attendants who 
got together and started telling their J-Lo truths about her attitude and how she acts and how she treats people. And I don't know if these things are true. I have no idea. It's all alleged. Um, But, yeah, they claim it to be true. Now, I bring this up only because it's a perfect time to remind you that I told y'all about J-Lo, man. I told y'all this years ago. There's a video on my Instagram about it. I didn't say that she was rude, but I certainly said that she's no Jenny from the block. Somebody need to say it. And if ain't nobody gonna say it, then damn it, I'ma say it. I done had enough of J-Lo. J-Lo ass is canceled. Well, not her ass, but you know what I mean. J-Lo been lying her ass off for 20 years. And that's impressive, considering how much ass she still got. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was December of 2000. You looked me in my eyes and you told me even if you was broke, my love don't cost a thing. Then you proceeded to date Diddy. He was not only an artist and a little bit of everything else, but he's the highest paid artist and a little bit of everything else ever. Then you dated Mark Anthony, who was not only a singer, but the highest paid singer in the world. Then you dated A-Rod, who was not only an athlete, but the highest paid athlete of all time. That man made 575 million damn dollars. If your love don't cost a thing, prove it. Date me. I'm available. It's what the people want. It's what the people deserve. Then you told me to not be fooled by the rocks that you got. You still, you still Jenny from the block. Y'all seen that rock A-Rod got on ass? I'm fooled. That's the biggest damn rock I ever seen in my life. That rock bigger than the old rock from the show rock that don't nobody even remember. That rock bigger than Dwayne Johnson. You done had a rock that was worth 4.8 million, had a rock worth 2.7 million, had a rock worth 400,000, had another rock worth 170,000. He obviously was the cheap ass of the bunch. You done had 10 million dollars worth of rocks. Don't be fooled by the rocks that you got. You done fooled the out of me. J-Lo been on this kind of energy. And if she would have dated me, she wouldn't have had this problem. Who's next? Somebody wrote me a DM, and they were telling me that um, one of the stories that I told back in the day about being stuck in a friend zone resonated with him. And he felt that. And he hit me up, and he was like, yo, how did you get out? Or what was the moment? Because I really like this person that I don't want to like anymore. And I was like, damn, I know that feeling. I think a lot of people know that feeling. And so it made me feel like instead of just answering it there, I should answer it here. And the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> That's one of the hardest things. That moment of when you really genuinely like somebody, but for whatever reason, they don't like you or you can't like them or you're in a friend zone or it just won't work or whatever. You try to just turn that off like a light switch. And it's impossible. Back in the day, I was definitely caught in a friend zone one time. And I didn't like it so much so that it, it's like my pride was built now. It was maxed out. And I was like, this will never happen again. I'll never be the person who likes somebody who doesn't like me. And that's kind of life, right? Like that happens to all of us at least once. But boy, I did not like that feeling. Never again. I catch this like so fast. Nope, not liking her. Put it back. Is that a feeling? Nope. But it helped me in so many ways. At the time, I couldn't see it, and I won't spend a lot of time going into the actual relationship because it's not relevant, but it was basically a merry-go-round of thinking we were constantly going to switch gears when we weren't. And eventually, you get tired of it. That's the first thing about it. Don't beat yourself up if you're in that situation because you will get tired of it. You may become impatient with yourself because it's not happening at the time that you want it to, but it will happen. Some of us have a little more patience than others. Some of us have a higher tolerance than others. But everyone has a breaking point. 
eventually you will break. And the fuck you will just seep out. <laughs> From the depths of which you never even knew you had. Fuck you. That's how the first one comes out. Eventually you say it with your chest. But the first one sounds like you're in in the middle of a windstorm. Fuck you. <laughs> but you'll get there. Sometimes it may take like a reality check. Like sometimes something is just going to have to happen to kind of snap you out of it for you to really see it for what it's worth. And I can't tell you what that event will be, but it tends to happen. I think confidence is another piece of it. You got to develop the confidence. Sometimes I think as humans, we don't even necessarily get caught up liking somebody who doesn't like us. Sometimes you kind of just like the person because they don't like you. <laughs> Sometimes that's attractive, right? It's the rejection of it all. Want what you can't have. Forbidden fruit. Whole thing. So sometimes you got to realize the rejection is probably your protection in a way you don't see it. You just need the confidence to believe that. I saw a quote once that said, confidence doesn't come from knowing everybody will like you. It comes from knowing you'll be fine if they don't. I think when you truly get that, it just won't bother you as much. You'll be like, whatever. Fuck it. Who's next? All right, let's get into songs of the week. I haven't done this segment in a while, so if you just started listening to a few past episodes, this might be new to you. But uh, I used to do this segment where I would pick certain songs that I love, but just have lyrics that I question. And I thought it was time to bring it back after I saw a little Uzi trending. Uzi is a rapper, and he was talking real saucy to the city girls. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Wait a minute. And that's what brings us here. Now, it's come out since that they were joking, but I'm not sure. You tell me what you hear. Hey, you know, you know, you know my whole body and soul, and you know I don't give a nothing. So listen, is this Carisha? Uzi, me and you don't have to be friends. I don't that's, care, that's Carisha, Carisha, Carisha. That's understood. Carisha, Carisha. Carisha, Carisha, Carisha. It ain't even about that, though. It ain't even about that, because you know me. I ain't never got to see you just like you ain't never got to see me. Uzi, what it you ain't about, say? I'm about to say it. Just, let, me, let me get my whole speech out. Cause you know I don't do this. It's me. Look at my car. Look at my life. I do way too much. <laughs> Carisha, <laughs> shut the up. Tank. This is a prime example. Rich man characteristics. Y'all keep acting like it don't exist. Now I hope this isn't true. Cause the city girls got way too much energy for this. This the energy I needed. Real ass bitch, give a fuck. Nah, not on that IG last night. Maybe that's the energy during rehearsal, but the damn show wasn't that way live. Who's next? I I used to love Jodeci, right? I always thought Jodeci was fire. Still do. And I was listening intently, and I never really realized or thought about what KC really said. Out the gate, too. Take my money, my house and my cars, for one hit of you, you can have it all. Fam. What did this man just say? Take my money, my house, and my cars for one hit of you? You can have it all? <laughs> what? He talking about a woman or crack? What is he talking <laughs> All of it? For one hit? Like everything? <laughs> what is going on? Take my money. 
My house and my car. Somebody said, nah, Mo, you know they was talking about weed. Weed? I ain't never had no weed that I'm giving you my money, my house, and my cars for one hit. I ain't never. What in the hell? I don't ever want to hit no weed that's doing that. Ever. I don't want to hit anything that's doing that. I don't even want to be around a woman that's going to make you feel that way. All of it? Who's next? You know who I feel like never truly gets his flowers like he should? Sean Paul. Yo, there was a time when Sean Paul was on fire. Everything he touched was gold. You're not familiar. Sean Paul is a reggae artist who had a run. And I'm talking about a run. And I'm more impressed with the fact that I was so into every Sean Paul song that dropped in this era. I never knew what this man was saying. Ever. And I love reggae. I listen to a lot of reggae. Most of my favorite reggae are the songs where I don't know what they're saying. Just is. And I realized this the other day when I was sitting there listening to Sean Paul. A part of me thinks he ain't want you to know what he was saying. Like, I'm still in love with my song. And you can hear everything that the lady is saying perfectly. Though you may be holler, though you may be I can't get to tenderness. Still I can't get you off my mind. And then here he come. What? I don't know what he's saying, but it's fire. He wanted you to know from the very beginning of this song, Sean came in with this energy. You are not going to know what I'm saying, and you're also not going to leave. Out the gate. Blink from the thing them call a broken heart. This blessed love will never part. It don't know it's from the start. Me tell them say I don't tell you. Sean Paul and Sasha, come sing for them, baby. I had no idea. But I was staying. <laughs> Yo, Sean Paul is dope, man. I never knew what he was saying on any song. But shout out to Sean Paul. That man deserves all the flowers in the world. <laughs> Story of the week. I was talking to Jade the other day on Jade and Mo afternoons, 3 to 7, Q99.7. And she told me some news that took me back. She told me that she likes plain burgers. I just looked at her and I said, but why? Now, I get that Travis Scott went too far with the mayo. But you have to put mayo on your burger. She said, no, I don't and I won't. Back in the day, people would come up, yo, I want a plain burger. And I was so shocked that I would, like, I would still have to ask. Like, when you say plain, (laughs) I couldn't believe that somebody would want a burger with nothing on it. This just blew my mind when I was young. They're like, I mean plain, nothing on it. So I'm like, you mean nothing? No, nothing, sir, nothing. Like no ketchup, no mustard, mayo, barbecue sauce, hot sauce, nothing. Sir, I want the patty and two buns. All right, one patty LaBelle coming up. (laughs) She's a legend, I'm sorry, patty. (laughs) She's a patty with two buns, you know? But I was just... I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. And Jay said she goes through the same thing. She'll be like, yo, I want a plane. And they're like, she said dude got off the loudspeaker and was like, hey, hey, y'all, check this out. Homegirl want a plain burger. <laughs> that is crazy to me. There are people who actually eat plain burgers. And I'm jealous. You know how many calories you're saving by just eating a burger plain? I wish I could do that. I could eat burgers all the time. If I told y'all what I put on my burger, oh, it's nasty. Shout out to everybody who eats plain burgers.
Facts. Reflective moment of the week. It goes back to confidence. I was talking about confidence earlier. And I'm going to be transparent and say that I've realized in my life some of the most confident people that I can remember meeting really had no business being confident. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like you ever looked at somebody that is so confident? I don't hate. I admire it. Like, yeah, I like that. But at the same time, I can't help but feel like you don't even really have a reason to be that confident. But you go. <laughs> and I'm saying that to say, you kind of need that, that delusional type of confidence. Because sometimes you look at people who you feel like, yo, you have every reason to have all the confidence in the world. And sometimes those can be the most insecure people. It's insane. Because confidence is not based off of reality. <laughs> Clearly. It's based off of how deep you want to dig to go get it. Because it's in the dark. It's in the roots. That's where it starts. But I thought of this when I was watching this face-off between these two rappers. Because there's a rapper named Cassidy, and he's battling against another rapper named Hitman, who's also on Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon. And I only bring this up because Cassidy used to battle rap back in the day, but he's not on the level of these professional battle rappers today. It's different. It's a whole nother level. And he's come out and lost every battle by far in this era. He's like 0-3. I mean, he's got his ass kicked every single time, but he keeps coming back. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. And some people are like, why does he keep coming back? And he keeps coming back because he is delusionally confident in himself and actually thinks that it's worth it because he thinks he's winning and he's getting paid to do it. He has a fan base. People believe in him because of how much he believes in himself. And even though he loses every single battle, he keeps coming back and he will convince you that he's going to win every single time when you know he's not. But he's that confident in himself. Sometimes it's like, yo, where does this even come from? Where do you find this level of confidence? People say, oh, he's delusional. Yeah, he is, but he don't know that. What he's manifesting and what he's putting out into the universe is that he's great. <laughs> so the universe is responding. I've got friends like that. I had a friend back in the day. We could go out. If I tried to talk to one girl and I got rejected, my night was over. That was it. All right, shutting down. I'll try again next year. <laughs> like, uh, too much pride I was like, nah, I'm cool He'd be like, come on, man I, nah, nah, that's it He'll talk to 30 girls They'll all reject him Call them names Throw a drink on them He'd be right back Next one he talked to He gonna have the same amount of confidence As he did approaching the first one Don't change Woman 1046 Same amount of confidence Keep shooting Same way with basketball I could shoot so much so that I hated missing a shot. And if I missed three in a row, I was out of my game. I was overthinking it. My guy? Oh, he could be 0 for 30. Let it run. He don't care. If he get the ball again, he's shooting. <laughs> Same amount of confidence. Fam, you just shot five air balls. Rain he don't ass. care. Lil Nas X was getting torn up on social media. A lot of people was roasting him. For the sneakers, for the devil stuff, all of that. That man was promoting. 
They don't care. <laughs> confidence. It's something to it. It's something to just having a different level of confidence. It don't matter if other people believe in you. What really matters is what you believe about yourself. Confidence. You douchebags bring your A game? Quote of the week. I saw a quote that said, all you need in this life is ignorance and confidence. And then success is sure. Confidence is the most beautiful thing you can possess. Somebody told me that one day and I'm starting to believe it. Believe in yourself and have faith in your abilities. Without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers, you can't be successful or happy. Confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. These are all quotes that I've heard before, but I have no idea who they are from because I can't remember that part. I apologize. I have to stop quoting people and not remembering their names. It's now become a trend, and it's ugly. <laughs> Why'd I end it like that twice? This is ridiculous. But as always, it's been a pleasure sharing the moment with y'all. I look forward to it every week. I'm on vacation next week, but I'm right back the week after that. Tuesday is the new release date. Same bat channel. Same that on none of that makes sense. Um, next week, bitches. Ding tele tele covering for its start. Miss Sally, I come bun tenor party pod. Miss Sammy, I done tell Rain dance. That wasn't it. Ring telling come in. I I can't do it, man. Y'all know damn well I can't do accents. Come sing for them, baby girl. No, you make me holiday, you make me sweat. I can't get your tenderness. Still I can't get you off my mind. What is it about you, baby? I don't say that I still love. I'm still in love with you, boy. Well, I'm a hustler oh, yeah. and a player, and you know I'm not a stayer. That's a dirty, dirty love. Understand that a man is just a man that's a dirty, dirty love. I'm still in love with you, boy. Just a love from the start, but you know we're out to part. That's the way I give my love. I'm still in love. Yes, I'm still in love. What a man gotta do. What a man gotta do. Girl, what I never had for promise and I'm bling bling for all the girl.